Hello and welcome to Composerscape episode number 32. We got a lot going on uh, from uh, Toby Emmerich leaving Warner Brothers Discovery. The takeover completed since we last did this episode. Uh, lots of new stuff is out. Some of it I haven't even had a chance to watch yet. Um, but yeah, let's uh, dive right in. So right off, we have um, a little uh, bit of news. We have surpassed 100 subscribers, which is still just a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of YouTube casts uh, relating to uh, comic book movies and stuff. Um, but, you know, we're we're on our way. It's it's doing well. And that's part of what inspired me to get on here and record some more episodes. Let's get some some more people. So, you know, don't forget, tell tell everyone, you know, if you enjoy this show, you know, um, like and subscribe uh, send them our way um we will uh definitely be glad to have some more viewers um hoping eventually to finally figure out getting some guests on and and talking to some people about all the fun movies and stuff like that so um that being said we uh i think i'm going to start off with um kind of what's been going on uh, the the big thing that happened recently is um, uh, Toby Emmerich, who um, was uh, one of the chiefs at the old Warner Brothers, um, it has, is exiting the company. And uh, this is not actually him pictured, but I did find that funny when you Google him, it shows up. I, I guess he was, I mean, that happened when he was at the helm. But it's the funny thing is he has always been the the roadblock for uh, Zack Snyder. He he has it out for the guy for some reason, and we just I I mean no one really knows why, but he just doesn't like him. Uh, and now some fans are wondering if this might open the door uh, to the possibility of uh, perhaps the restoration of some bit of the Snyderverse in some way. Now, I have some thoughts on this, um, and, you know, a lot of people I see online are have very unrealistic expectations of what that would mean. They think restoring the Snyderverse means we're going to see uh, two more Justice League movies, um, theatrical releases of those movies, um, uh, the Ben Affleck Batman solo movie, um, I'm listing these in order of, of realism <laughs> and then restoration of all the solo movies that they had um, at one time announced. Uh, now, see, I personally am a little more pragmatic. I don't, I don't think all that's happening. I, I actually think the, uh, the ideal situation at this point would be kind of more of a Disney plus Marvel model where, we get this story completed somehow, but in actuality, as a uh, as a series would be just for me personally. So, you know, go ahead and light up my comment section. I'm fine with that because I still think and this is a tinfoil hat situation that um, they 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 killed the idea of releasing Zack Snyder's Justice League as a series 
because uh, they they knew it would be much harder to not just renew a series than it would to drop the movie and hope that it failed, which uh, it didn't. That I don't think so. I think that's why we never saw real numbers. Um, but if it would have been a series, then people would, it would have been, I think the original idea from Zack Snyder was um, six episodes. And the way HBO Max does its series, unlike other other streaming services, um, is more like Disney Plus. It would have been every week. So for six weeks, people would have been talking about it. I mean, you remember when the movie came out and dropped, there, there was a good solid week of, of just... You know, people that that had never even heard of the Snyder Cut were were jumping on board. So, if they could do just a season two and let Zach tell the story that he he had in mind further. Um, side note: I also think that that will. I mean, we've all seen the storyboards, but I have a feeling that perhaps he might, after all this time, even want to go a different direction so it might be surprising to see what he does with that um but anyway i think that the if it came back as a series it would be it would be massive um you know give it the the budget that they you're given like obi-wan and um or peacemaker actually i'm not sure peacemaker has to have that much of a budget so um but yeah so that would be great especially because now it seems from what we've heard from james gunn and um, Matt Reeves is that Warner Brothers is, is starting to be more hands off with their productions, which is something that's been a problem for actually probably more years than people believe. Okay, so, you know, that's that's this Warner Brothers Discovery thing is interesting. I actually have more hope than I did a while back. That being said, I don't see Snyder dropping everything and jumping onto DC but I could be, I don't think he would necessarily drop it. I don't know. The time frames that people have in mind, they forget how long it took to get the Snyder cut. So they keep expecting an announcement at, at every event, like next up is DC fandom. And I would be shocked unless we suddenly start seeing Zack Snyder dropping bigger hints than um, seahorses in the sand and pictures with Jason Momoa. I, I don't think. I think we need to to tap the brakes on expectations there just a bit. Oh, but that's not the only thing happening in the world. I uh, actually, me and my wife just finished uh, Stranger Things uh, four. Uh, there's the most recent, well, most of the most recent season, as it is um, still going. We get two more episodes later in the year. Um, but what we got this season, one, the episodes were long. It was really cool. We only watched like, I think there were a couple nights we watched two, but that's when we were really, we had a, it was the last couple nights before, uh, we were back to the wife in school and me at work and I had, we had time off and like, oh, we gotta, we gotta just get this done. And then the last episode was, uh, like a same length as a short movie and wow, they really, brought back that first season vibe um uh, i think it's still too so i don't want to assume that everyone has straight up benched it although i know some people did and actually it was 
really good. I did not get anything spoiled. Um, I liked most of the, the main storylines. It was really interesting. The stuff we find out about Eleven's past. Um, she was excellent. The kids noticeably aged. I didn't realize it had been almost three years since the last season. Um, so that actually kind of played pretty good. Um, lots of questions have been opened up with this one, though. So it, it's really, I, I really am reticent to even comment on it until we get the rest of the season in a couple months. Um, so that'll be nice. Hopefully the final season won't take more than two years. <laughs> uh, oh, no more pandemics um to to drop so we, we really are, are looking forward to that i liked that it went back to this more it had a very good horror movie vibe we got, got robert england and then the whole villain this uh vecna which my D uh nerd radar was going off big time they loved that they were the demogorgon and the and the Vecna and all these, it's always related to whatever D and D villain. And then the new characters were all, all around. Great. Um, there was a really good, uh, uh, I'm going to get the name wrong. Uh, Ali Sheedy lookalike. <laughs> it, it's just, it, it tapped on every little eighties nostalgia point, but at the same time told this uh, in a, in a nostalgic style of those eighties, uh, horror movies, it, you know, the, the, the absent parents, the kids on their own trying to solve these things. And um, that was really good. The whole Russia storyline this time was, was a little bit better than them invading the mall last season, which, which is kind of funny. They had to do a mall season, but I get it. So if you haven't checked that one out, definitely put that on your list. Uh, Stranger things is, is really, really good. Um, you know what? I'll even bring this up. The special effects were exceptional. I didn't think the CGI was so seamless that I, I didn't hardly, there weren't any moments where I was like, Whoa, that, that kind of stuck out. Um, but yeah. And yeah. So stranger things is definitely really good on the sci-fi side, but it also, I feel like it hits a lot of the beats of, of X-Men comics and stuff like that. So it's a little bit of something for everyone. Um, oh, there was, a, it was it, it, some parts of it are, were very reminiscent of uh, Watchmen, the Snyder Watchmen uh, film, which was really neat. That being said, I'm going to move right along. Move right along. This is my, my, my co-host isn't, isn't here on this episode, so... I only get tangents by myself, so those those are not as easily come by. Um, the most recent movie I have seen was A Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, a very interesting entry into the uh, into the MCU. Uh, loved loved the first Doctor Strange movie. I watch it all the time. Um, it, it, it's just one of the more interesting takes for me. This one, wow, I think I'm going to need to rewatch it. It 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 hits some interesting vibes, um, and much like this little little picture here, um, 
Wanda definitely steals the show. Um, there are lots of surprises, but you know what? At this point, it's been like a month since this was out, so everyone knows that the famed Illuminati showed up. Uh, not the Illuminati via the X-Men or what people <laughs> think happens in the real world. Um, but no, it was it's a it's a, a kind of a a group like like the Avengers type. Um, not big up on the Marvel lore of it, but um, we got some interesting characters in it. We got uh, we got Reed Richards, who was played by John Krasinski, which I think was very much fan service. Um, Patrick Stewart returned as one more go as uh, Professor Xavier um, in a very comic book accurate, like 70s-ish metal wheelchair yellow thing that he, he, he'd kind of sit in. Um, and uh, apparently the Sorcerer Supreme in this universe that he landed in was um, uh, Morbo, Mordo, Mordo, it's Mordo. Um, and then there were some other characters even more that, that I'm out of tune with. There was uh, the guy with the fork on his head. <laughs> I can't remember who that is. It's been a while since I saw the movie. But yeah, so it, you know, it very much, um, everyone that guessed that Wanda would be the bad guy got it right. Um, she apparently came under the influence of the uh, Dark, Dark Home, Tome, Evil Spellbook. Um, Sam Raimi took it. Uh, oh, on the helm and there's my crazy dog and it was very much a sam raimi movie actually that that i can speak for scott on if scott were here he'd say well that was a sam raimi movie uh yeah it hit all the sam raimi things bruce campbell showed up um in an absolute hilarious cameo um uh lots of the the evil dead type horror elements um the whole act three with uh with a zombie Dr. Strange was, was pretty hilarious. Um, but it also, this one kind of opened the door, even more like Spider-Man, um, no way home said, here's the multiverse. It's now it's a thing that's happening because I guess Loki was, uh, indirectly or directly responsible for breaking the multi, the, this, uh, perfect timeline back into the multiverse um which is interesting but this movie dr strange says not only is this the multiverse but now we have a character able, at least one character able to traverse it if not more um and the idea and i was reading this and i wish i could remember the source the idea of the incursions uh you saw the one universe he was in where the uh, had collided with the other universe um, so they, they've given themselves lots of options, um, specifically to bring in the X-Men because the X-Men can't just be a new thing that, that with their story that if they really want to do the X-Men story, um, and the way the MCU likes to do their things, which is a little more, I mean, they'll, 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 cha they'll make some changes. Like I hear they're doing secret wars, but instead of Dr. Doom at this point, it's going to be Kang, um, stuff like that. But they, I don't think they want to retcon too much of the X-Men. You really need um, Magneto and Xavier's history to be back further. Um, so I think they've opened that door. And as such, um, and final spoiler warning for anyone waiting for this to come out on digital or something, 
right now. Stop it. All right. If you're still here, I'm going to say um, that Wanda isn't dead. I don't believe it. They didn't show her die. They showed her destroying the building. There was a big blast of red energy, which could have been anything. She is definitely on, on a, a top-tier power level in this universe. I mean, I don't think that many characters could take her on one-on-one, but also there's a lot they still might want to connect with her. So especially after the way WandaVision ended, I don't think we're done with Wanda Maximoff's story. So that will be interesting. Um, up next in the movies. Wow. I don't know what we got up next in, in the Marvel movies right now. I'm, I'm drawing a complete blank. But on the TV side, I just realized that coming out very soon, like in a couple days, which I usually they don't do these over the top of each other. But it looks like we're going to be getting both Obi-Wan and this new show, this Miss Marvel. And here is another character I know very little about, but I do know that this actor, she is super excited to play this character. I uh, used to cosplay her as a child. Um, not that she's not really a child anyway, but this is this Kamala Khan. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, gonna be, uh, she's an interesting character. Um, and I think she's also going to be in the Captain Marvel movie along with, um, Monica Rambeau, uh, which is called the Marvels. So it'll have all these Captain Marvels. So that, that is also on my radar. I think I'm going to need to check this out. I, uh, have only seen the one trailer for it. Um, but it, it's actually really, I'm, I'm talking like this cause it's a big surprise. I didn't realize it was like coming out this week. I'm so, so engrossed into Obi-Wan that I didn't even think about this. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but yeah. So, it's another character I really don't know a lot about. I know that they did change her powers, um, which of course irritated some people, which is um, unavoidable. Everyone gets irritated by everything. It's kind of special. Um, what are you going to do? That being said, I think I like the idea of what they did with her powers and that they made them more energy-based instead of um, you know, the growing hands and things, because I think um, that it'll fit more in with the other Captain or the other Marvels, the other Marvels that are more energy based. Um, so we'll see. I like the energy based power set. I always have I always picked it whenever I played City of Heroes. It was my jam. Um so the last thing I think I want to rant on about now here is, is this thing is, is Obi-Wan Kenobi. We have, we are now three episodes in and oh boy, is it fun. Uh, I got a couple 
rant things, but mostly first I want to talk about how well done it is. It, it picks up 10 years after uh, Revenge of the Sith, and there's a few surprises in it. And again, um, be a bit of a spoilery thing here. So uh, if you haven't been watching, um, you know, catch up and then come back and resume here at the uh, around the 20 something minute mark and and pick this back up. I'll have chapter markers. So I'm going to go right into the spoilers. There's a, let's start with this. The, the cool, the cool stuff. So he's living on Tatooine. He's uh, working manual labor, uh, meat packing. It looks like <laughs> it's a big dead alien in the sand. Uh, weird thing they do. Uh, maybe Tatooine doesn't have viruses or bacteria because at the end of the workday, they just left the meat there. Like just, just the blocks of meat are just sitting at their workstations and then they peace out. Uh, I would, would we're, you know, Tatooine is very low on my list of, of fantasy places to visit now, even more so. Um, so he's doing that. He seems to be out of touch with the Force, although he is still trying to to get in touch with Qui-Gon Jinn. It's almost like he's praying to him, hoping that that he'll he'll one day Force Ghost up. But, but that has not happened Um uh, boy, that would be a cool surprise cameo if they're keeping that under wraps. Wow. Um, so far, no. Um, we are introduced to our first live-action Inquisitors. Um, and those who watched, uh, I believe it was Star Wars Rebels, saw them, including the Grand Inquisitor. And in the big surprising moment, at the end of the second episode, um, the, the third sister uh, runs him through with her lightsaber. He was trying to take credit for finding Kenobi um, and Leia, uh, and and she just kills the Grand Inquisitor. Maybe. I uh, think a lot of people are like, we'll believe it when we see it. Um, I, find, I would find it very interesting that that character would be so brief, but we'll see. Uh, the Reva, Reva, I, I'm not certain. The third sister is a very interesting character uh, who some shitheads decided to... Uh, uh, bad mouth, but uh, both the Star Wars Twitter and Ewan McGregor himself came out and told them that they're not really Star Wars fans, and I'm inclined to agree. I don't think anything she is doing is... There could be the, the people that claim, no, it was is bad story choices. That hmm, That's, a, that's a, uh, a dog whistle. That being said, interesting character... Um, seems very connected to Darth Vader. The theories I've heard is that that was her we saw in the Jedi Temple in the very first scene, and that she is knows who Anakin is, and that's why. And apparently, Obi Wan Kenobi is very surprised and did not know that Anakin survived, and she kind of tells him, and then that was really cool. That, that was uh, the second big surprise. So all this time, he's thought he left Anakin to die and that he died. Um, and then I am wondering the question of Darth Vader. How famous at this point in these years between... Uh, I guess I need to go back and watch Rebels. I mean, do the, the people actively like building up this rebellion know who Vader is? Or is he some mysterious figure in the background? I mean, you don't... I don't necessarily see Palpatine giving speeches in the Senate with Vader there. As a matter of fact, you don't even see them in the same place until Return of the Jedi, uh, timeline-wise. Uh, 
so that is a really interesting notion. Not to mention that I was so shocked that Vader shows up in the third episode and chases Kenobi, who clearly has not been using the Force for the last 10 years. He, he's living this hermit lifestyle um, and out of practice, it seemed. Um, but the way they got Vader now, Vader just walks everywhere. He, you, you don't ever see Vader run like you do in the video games. <laughs> he just walks, fights with the lightsaber one-handed. Um, but I have a feeling that's not going to be their last meeting. Uh, so that's that's really great. Uh, the fact when he tried to drag Kenobi through the fire uh, to get some sort of retribution was a very Vader thing. And James Earl Jones returning to do the voice was, I mean, he had to. I'm sure they will eventually find someone that can do it well enough. Uh, but that's that's going to be a tough one. His voice is incredibly unique. But what's really going to be interesting is um, we're getting kind of this uh, similar notion to what we got in um, in the rise of Skywalker of the, of these force dyad um, that, that it seems Kenobi and Anakin still connected. And all of a sudden Kenobi starts seeing Anakin and he thinks it's just something in his mind being haunted, but maybe it's something more. We will, we will surely find out what road they're going to go there. And by the way, this poster is amazing. I love that poster. Um, so yeah, that's up to episode three. And I believe if, we're probably getting three more of that. So that is, that is really great. I highly recommend Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, Oh, the rant thing. I've heard several people complaining of the music and I will have no, no such complaints. Natalie Holt has quickly become one of my favorites. Um, she did Loki. Um, and from then on, I've been hooked. (laughs) <laughs> I loved her music for Loki and the music for this has been exceptional. Uh, the theme written by John Williams and she's gotten her hands on it and she's melded that in Obi-Wan's theme. Uh, but then people were complaining that we didn't get to hear Darth Vader's theme. And I know what they're thinking. And if I know what they're thinking, they're wrong. <laughs> they are thinking of the bum, 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 bum. That's all the singing you will get from me. That is not Darth Vader's theme. That is the Imperial March. That's like the Imperial National Anthem. In um, Solo, the movie Solo, you you actually hear that being played over an advertisement on like a screen. <laughs> no, Vader, Vader had other thematic material uh, that you heard in A New Hope. And I hear it in there. I, 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 I can't confirm. So if, 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 if Miss Holt wants to reach out and say, yeah, I definitely incorporated some of that in there. It's in there, but it's more subtle uh, and it fits with the music. The music is very good. It's very exciting. It hits all the notes or ha 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 hits all the uh, emotional bits along with the action. So, so yeah, it feels like star Wars music. Um, but with a, a modern twist, you get some of the more modern epic percussion bits and things like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, and with that, that's all I got. Uh, you know, don't forget to like, and subscribe. Um, I, I will do this more frequently now. Keep these little, little half hour episodes going. Um, we got a lot coming up. Uh, the black Adam trailers dropping this week. Um, 
according to Dwayne Johnston, The Rock. Um, Shazam comes out. Was it some? Is it this year? The Flash is not till 2023, so that brings up some interesting questions with Batgirl, which still doesn't have a release date. So when does when do we get to see Michael Keaton the first time? Um, oh yeah, Shazam moved back to this year. We got Avatar. There was the Avatar trailer that played in Doctor Strange. We'll we'll talk about that some. Um, I I'm not going to to throw doubts. Uh, people seem to forget how much love Avatar got. I don't know where people got the idea that the the highest grossing movie of all time was somehow made fun of. <laughs> but. You know, we got all of this coming up. There's still lots going on. Keeping an eye on this Warner Brother Discovery thing. Keeping an eye for some more Rebel Moon drops. But since they just started filming a few weeks ago, I don't know what else we're going to get. We got a really cool picture of um, Dijmon, who's house now. Oh, shit. Dijmon, who is in it. One of my favorites. Um, and speaking of him, Shazam will be out a couple weeks after Avatar. Um, I will be there as soon as I can. I love Shazam. And on that note, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Well, you're supposed to smash the like button, but you know what? You shouldn't do that. It's bad for your devices. You know, it only requires a little, little click there and that that'll do the job. Just, just hover right over. Um, the little, uh, thumbs up will highlight. And when it does that, you can click the like button. If you click the dislike button, it doesn't do you any good. No one can see it. I don't know. <laughs> now leave some comments. Um, give me something to talk about. We got more. Lots more to come. So thank you and see you next time.